Hello everyone, this is Yalda from Eat, Burn, Sleep, the online low inflammation, gut health and sustained weight loss platform. If you follow me on my social media, you probably know that I love learning, discovering new things, meeting passionate individuals. So I have decided to launch this podcast where I interview amazing people. We're going to be talking about physical health, mental health, well-being, with people who are passionate about what they do and who strive for excellence. I hope you learn from it and you enjoy it. Let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Eat, Burn, Sleep podcast. This week, it's just me, Yalda, talking to you about mental health and mental well-being. I thought I would just have a chat like a friend about this. I have so many friends who ask me questions um, and I thought that I would just break it down a little bit to you the way I do to them and also adapt my knowledge to the circumstances we are facing right now. I've done a few lives, quite a few lives uh, and IGTVs on the link between chronic inflammation and mental health Yet I still get so many questions on Instagram from people who had absolutely no idea that anxiety, depression, attention deficit disorder, autism, any neurological or mental health issue is so closely linked to chronic inflammation. So I'm going to talk about this a little bit and then talk about the extraordinary difficult circumstances we are facing right now and give you hopefully a few little tips to make you feel better until the world becomes a better place. So the first thing is chronic inflammation is a form of dysregulation of the immune system. We need inflammation to be healthy. I'll give you a very simple example If you catch a virus and you have an onset of fever, that fever, as long as it's not extremely high, as long as it doesn't go over 39, 40 degrees, is really good for you because that helps your body fight that virus. It is a healthy inflammatory response. What becomes quite unhealthy is when we have low levels of inflammation, i.e. chronic inflammation, spread around the body, which becomes systemic, and over the long term. So when we have chronic inflammation, which is basically ongoing inflammation, not extreme fever, but lower amounts, going on for a long time, that starts creating damage around the body. It damages our organs. It can turn on our negative genes, if you have a history of depression in your family or anxiety or mental health issues, cancer, heart attacks, diabetes, Parkinson's, autoimmune diseases, skin issues, arthritis, all these things can be switched on by having chronic inflammation running in your body. Similarly, if you lower your levels of chronic inflammation, you can switch off those genes and stay in good health. Now, when it comes to mental health, 
if you just do a quick Google search, you can Google link between chronic inflammation and depression, you will see that chronic inflammation is literally like a switch when it comes to depression. Chronic inflammation leads to neuroinflammation, which is inflammation of the brain cells, and that can highly impact our mood. So, you know, I have quite a few people who join the Eat, Burn, Sleep lifestyle for different reasons. Some people, it's because they have bloating, IBS, digestive issues. Some people want to reach a healthy weight, either lose or gain weight in a healthy manner. Some people have hormonal issues. And following this lifestyle, they get extremely surprised and they tell me, Yalda, my mood's improved. Oh, I used to have ADHD and it, my symptoms have lowered incredibly. Oh, Yalda, I do not suffer from anxiety anymore. I didn't do this for that. Well, it is all linked. Chronic inflammation is linked to obesity, is linked to hormonal issues, and is linked to lower mood. It is so important right now that we look after our physical health in order to look after our mental health. I'm, I'm going to share something I find which is probably controversial, but I'm talking to you as friends and, and I'll just say it's, you know, exactly how I feel it. Please don't judge me for my opinion. This is my um, opinion and we're all entitled to one. But what I see these days around me in the press, on social media, about mental health is, yes, very positive because now we talk about it when 20 years ago we were just asked to get on with it. But also, there is a flip side to the coin where I feel that people have become rather self-indulgent in almost poking themselves every day and thinking, oh my God, how am I feeling today? Oh, I'm not feeling so great and finding excuses. The problem with this, you know, form of feeling like a victim all the time a victim of our circumstances, is we do not take responsibility. We don't take responsibilities for our actions and we don't take responsibility for the results. When I got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2012, which is an autoimmune disease, and then autoimmune hemolytic anemia in 2012, so the first disease was 2007, second one 2012, the second one was pretty bad. My children were two and four. I almost died in October 2012 and then in February 2013. But guess what? Part of my survival was to never feel sorry for myself and to keep looking for a solution. Of course, going through such difficult episodes of my life have of course, left trauma, and that impacted my life later on in a different manner. But then was not the time to feel sorry for myself. Then was not the time to think, I'm so unlucky, other moms are doing great things with their kids, why am I in and out of hospitals? 
Why am I being kept alive on blood transfusions? Why do I deserve? I do not deserve this. You know, none of us deserves anything we have. <laughs> Most of us had access to education because of where we were born. Your looks most of the time are inherited. You do not deserve to be what is deemed good looking or what is deemed not so good looking. Your height, your, you don't deserve any of the stuff that you are given. But however, you deserve what you do with those things. That's when taking charge of our health, mental health, physical health is key. The, the answer is not outside. It is inside of us. You know, you can subscribe to my platform and I give you all the tools to improve your physical health and mental health. However, I cannot do it for you. And if you do well, it's not thanks to me. It is thanks to you. You deserve all the results because you made a decision to take charge of your health and you actually did it. All this to say that <laughs> I think it's amazing that nowadays mental health is part of the you know public debate, that we talk about it in the news, on social media, on the internet, on YouTube. That is wonderful. I see my children, they're so much more aware of the importance of expressing your feelings, of caring for other people's feelings, then I was aware when I was a child. I was never asked to express my feelings. I think it is a wonderful thing my children are brought up in this environment. However, I'm a big believer of tough love and I don't think that playing the victim too much with ourselves or with others leads to positive results. So I'll give you an example. One day, I we invited um, a child to come and stay over with us, um, a friend of my son's. And this is pre-lockdown. There was Halloween. We were going to go trick-or-treating. Then we were going to go for dinner at some friend's house. And my children were so excited, so excited about it. We went trick-or-treating and their friend kept asking, when are we going home? Afterwards, we went to that lovely dinner and their friend was didn't seem really happy. He was complaining and wanted to get home. And I thought, oh, maybe he's not feeling comfortable. That's okay. We, we, we made the evening a little shorter. We came back home. Then in the morning, I made him breakfast. He didn't want to eat anything. And I said to him, I said, are you okay? He said, no, I'm not. And I said, why? He's like, oh, I'm always like this. I'm never happy. And I don't want to judge. This child might have some mental issue going on. But what I wanted to make sure was that my children realize how lucky they are. So I had a little bit of a tough conversation with them afterwards. I said to them, if you have any issue, particular issue, or real mood issue, we can talk about it. However, I always want you to be grateful. And happiness has been scientifically proven. It is having more 
neg- positive thoughts every day than negative thoughts. I read this a while ago in the papers. There was a study. Scientists have found the key to happiness after conducting a study on X number of individuals over that amount of time. People who are happier are people who have more positive thoughts than negative thoughts every day. That's simple. And I told my children, I said, listen, your friend might have issues, but you don't have issues and I will never accept such behavior from you. I know this might be controversial with you guys, but this is how I am. I said, when we go to Morocco, to this little village called Tarazout, um, where my children love surfing and they are fishermen, we buy fish from the fishermen on some days and then we go get it grilled in a restaurant. I said to them, I said, those fishermen have one of the toughest jobs on the planet. They go out to sea, they risk their lives to buy fish, to sell it, to be able to feed their families. Did they look depressed to you? (laughs) My children said, no. I said, are they millionaires? No. I know many millionaires, billionaires who are absolutely 100% miserable. And I know people in Morocco, where I come from, who don't have much and are the happiest people. The reason for that is positive thoughts versus negative thoughts every day. Discipline comes in when it comes to our thought patterns. So this whole thing of feeling sorry for yourself, victimization, I'm going to watch videos on Instagram where everyone's talking about their anxiety. Oh, let's see how I'm feeling today. And then that's going to give me an excuse to not eat properly, not get any fresh air, not get some exercise in. And guess what? That's going to make you depressed. That will make you anxious. So my point is, it is great that mental health is at the forefront of the public conversation right now. But we need to remember that there is a right middle between listening to ourselves versus pushing ourselves to take action to feel better. So this brings me to talking about our current mental health status in the context of the pandemic that is going on right now. And this is the part where I'm going to be much nicer to you guys. (laughs) So we are... Over the past year, we've been facing extraordinary things. And as an extrovert, which I am, I can tell you that this has been the most challenging time in my life when it comes to mental health. I'm someone who feeds myself of meeting people, of human contact, of talking to people, of I love meeting new people Wherever they come from, whatever their country, whatever their social class, I get so much pleasure out of that. And that's been completely taken away from us. When we meet people, when we hug people, when we kiss people, we produce oxytocin, which is the love hormone. We produce serotonin, which is the happy hormone. We, as humans, are inherently social beings. And there is no amount of Instagram, Zoom podcasts that can even come close to having dinner with friends outside, to talking to a waiter, to going shopping in a busy market. Nothing comes close to that. It doesn't produce the right hormones 
which we need to feel well. There is an amazing book called The Blue Zones, where a study was conducted on longevity over 30 years. And the number one factor for longevity is actually social interactions. Before food, before diet, before sleep. Actually, I'm not sure about sleep. I don't know if they, if they looked into that, but way before exercise and food, the number one factor is social interactions. Social interactions have been taken away from us. Well, at least in the UK, we are on our third lockdown. And this is hugely challenging. I'm finding it challenging myself. And I'm really aware of this thing. So I can't imagine the effect of it on people who are not as aware of the impact of the lack of social interactions on us. This is the part where we need to be kind to ourselves. This is the part where it's very much, to me, it is about damage limitation right now. We are a little bit in survival mode until life becomes slightly more normal with more certainty, which humans need to feel well. Mentally, we have a need for un- for certainty, but we also have a need for uncertainty, which is the fun part of things. And right now, all of that is taken away from us. So if you're struggling at the moment, by all means, you know, stick to a healthy routine, work on your chronic inflammation, get your fresh air, get some exercise every day so you can, some movement so you can have the endorphins released in your body, in your brain, feel better. But at the same time, if you don't feel amazing for it, no, it is normal. There's a huge part of the equation that's taken away from you. And that has nothing to do with you. That has nothing to do with anything that you're doing. It has to do with the fact that the global climate is impacting us. The news are incredibly negative. There is a low kind of vibration going on globally. This affects all of us. Even when you stop watching the news, you will notice it still affects you. So be kind to yourself. Treat yourself like a child, like a child who has to go through a little bit of difficult time and say to yourself, it's okay, we'll get there. It's going to take a month, three months, six months. We will get there. Let's do it step by step. Let's limit the damage. Let's make sure I'm eating the right food in the right amounts. And if I'm not 100% perfect, it doesn't matter. Let's make sure I'm seeing the sunlight every day and I'm coming out of my home because that has a huge impact on mood, vitamin D level, and light has been extremely linked to mood, you know, the SAD syndrome. Make sure you get your sleep. A lot of people have their sleep quite badly affected by this. Mine was at the beginning of the pandemic, and I find that whenever... I'm good with my food and my exercise. I sleep much better, but I'd also entails leaving my phone to charge in the kitchen, not in my bedroom, reading a real book, not something digital, um, and doing my little prayers and meditation before going to bed. So I release oxytocin, I release serotonin, which is a precursor to melatonin, the sleep hormone. And, um, 
And just be kind to yourself. Be patient with it. It will be all right. But if you're struggling right now, you're not the only one. We all need each other to feel good. And you know, to the run up to, to, in the run up to the pandemic, there was a lot of talk about avoiding toxic people on social media. <laughs> there was a lot of that. And when this happened, I thought, you know what? A lot of people are going to realize how much we need people. Yes, toxic people are not great in your life, but we need each other. And that's, I guess, the beautiful part of this challenging time we're going through is we're realizing how much we love people. I'm a big people lover and, <laughs> and I hope you all realize how beautiful social interactions are and how much embracing people with their differences, with, with who they are. We always learn something. We get good things from people and, um, and hopefully we'll have even more enjoyable lives when all of this is behind us. I hope, um, you found this podcast helpful. I hope I wasn't too tough at the start of it. If you want to join the platform, go on eatburnsleep.com. The memberships are annual. You get food lists, a meal planner. Um, you get exercise videos every week, meditation videos, supplements advice, a specialized advice section with so much on it. Just go on the website and check it out. And you can use that as your base to come back to, to find peace and balance through these difficult times and afterwards. I wish you all an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to all of you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to go on eatburnsleep.com to learn more about gut health and chronic inflammation. I would really appreciate if you could rate this podcast and of course feel free to share it with anyone who might enjoy it. Have a beautiful day.